Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Seedmasters Nova Series 2. No clever message. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan agribusinesses for over 40 years. Looking to market your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. New grain movement records were set in Canada in October. CP Rail set a new company record of 3 million tons of grain shipped in October. A new one-month record. CN set a railway record of 3.27 million tons exported last month. The president of APAS, Todd Lewis, welcomes the announcement. Well, you know, I really think, Jim, it's a real uh, success story about uh, how important uh, grain movement is to the railroad. They've had a really downtrend with a lot of their shipping and other other commodities due to COVID. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we've had uh, the shipping and, uh, you know, the customers that uh, have needed the shipping to uh, take, some, take some of that uh, demand and, and uh, put it to work. And, uh, you know, some of the slack from other industries, be it, uh, you know, the auto industry or uh, certainly the oil industry is shipping less product. And and so, you know, I think it's a good news story, not only for the grain industry, but uh, also, also shows the importance of how important grain loot is to uh, not only the railroads, but the overall Canadian economy as well. So now a good time to be moving the grain because of markets and also your thoughts on winter movement. Well, we, they've got uh, their winter plans in place and uh, obviously the capacity is there. And, and uh, you know, I think it's important to recognize that grain is always one of the last things to move in a, in a year where there's lots of demand for uh, track space. But, you know, I think we've got a good argument here now going forward that uh, when grain is there and it's, it's an important commodity and, uh, you know, as I said, we... We uh, have lots of customers around the world that uh, really require our grain in a timely fashion. So I think uh, the good weather has been good news for farmers and it's been good news for the, for the uh, shippers as well. And, uh, you know, we all want to see some, some uh, snow and uh, some uh, maybe bad weather this, this, uh, this winter with some blizzards and so on to get the snowpack up and get some moisture, much needed moisture here in Saskatchewan. But uh, hopefully we have a good shipping season through the mountains and, uh, and not too much cold, cold weather just to, uh, you know, that does delay shipping. And certainly it is a safety issue when it gets, you know, 30, 40 below the tracks uh, do get, uh, they do have some issues and so on with the tracks. So that, that is a safety issue, but, you know, let's trust the uh, railroad want to see grain move because uh, they need the business. On another topic, the Grain Commission has suspended the license of CanPulse Foods and Global Grain Canada, and, and as well as their parent company, Globeways Canada. This is—they're all three related companies. Your reaction to this? Well, I think that you know it shows the Grain Commission doing their job. 
that's why we have the green commission is to uh, be a watchdog on on companies uh, when they run into the into these into these troubles. Uh, another that was not good news, especially you know for those producers that have all called crop there and and need to get paid. And uh, you know the green commission has asked uh, people to to uh, certainly get in contact with them if they if they are in a position where they. They need to collect some money from these companies, and uh, SAS Pulse has as well. So please reach out to either SAS Pulse or the Green Commission and let them know what your situation is, and hopefully there'll be a, enough money there to, uh, you know, cover everybody off. And there is money, you know, uh, the insurance program with the Green Commission. And, you know, I think it's just something that uh, the Green Commission is there to uh, keep a keep an eye on things. And this is another example where they pulled the plug on a company, obviously, that uh, has gotten into a little bit of financial difficulty. Yeah, they've lost their security uh, the other issue I want to ask you too about is the federal government extending the support program for temporary foreign workers for farmers that have to isolate and do that. Your thoughts? Well, it's uh, you know not as big a deal right now in Saskatchewan, but you know of course with our you know main part of the growing season over here and so on, and not a big big greenhouse industry, but in those parts of Canada, especially Ontario and Quebec, it is a it is a major issue that bring bring foreign workers in uh, you know all throughout the year. The, the planting season, you know, in the greenhouse industry is is various times throughout the entire calendar. So it's just another COVID related problem that we need to uh, you know agriculture needs a, a helping hand there. If those uh, producers that need to have temporary foreign workers they it's a part and part of their uh, their business plans and if, they, if it wasn't for the temporary foreign workers a lot of that work wouldn't get done uh, it's very hard to attract canadians to uh, do do that part that that uh, hard work and uh, and at the same time it's a it's a good opportunity for the foreign workers many have been coming for you know years if not decades and uh, they they really look forward to that employment and uh, sending that money home and uh, supporting their families in other countries so and uh, also other one of those foreign workers end up being becoming permanent Canadians so it's a it's a situation that it'd be nice if we get Canadians to do that work but that that isn't the reality that we face nowadays so so it's uh, important that uh, we're able to still bring these foreign workers in and finally I want to get a sentimental reaction from you the grain elevator at Torquay burned down early Wednesday your reaction well, it's just another, I guess, probably that uh, building may have been close to 100 years old and, uh, of course, they're wooden structures and, and uh, you know, I don't know if that particular one was uh, just a privately, you know, privately run elevator and, and uh, you know, what the situation was there. You know, there's a wood elevator, uh, I believe, out on the west side there at Marengo that burned down that was, was a very functional elevator and, you know, every one we lose, we're not going to see them replaced because, as I said, they're wood structures and everything else, so it's just a, a sign of the t- changing times, I guess, but uh, sure hate to, to see another one go down that's for sure people really miss seeing them on the horizon and there were so many i know in our our little town here i just live a, a mile south of gray and uh, there was five up there at one time when i was in my lifetime so it certainly has seen a lot of them go down over the over the years and unfortunately i will probably see more go down until they're all gone but it's uh, it is uh, something that's certainly missed it across the prairies todd lewis is the president of apas Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Selford Group. Call your Selford equipment dealer or visit selfordgroup.com. Saskatchewan pork producers support the creation of the Canadian Pork Promotion and Research Agency. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau announced creation of the agency today. She says it will be funded by levies on producer sales and pork imports and expand pork promotion and research. The manager of Sask Pork, Mark Ferguson, says creation of the agency has been planned for several months. 
Well, we were very pleased to, to see this agency finally announced. It's something we've been working on for a lot of years, and uh, it was uh, gazetted first in March, so we, we knew it was, was likely coming, and uh, just with uh, with everything going on in politics, you never know when exactly something like this will be announced. So we're, we're very pleased to see the announcement come out today. How does this help the Canadian pork industry? Well, the main benefit of this new agency is that there will be a levy in place on imported pork and uh, and hogs, and and so we there in the U.S. right now. Whenever we export pork or or hogs, there's a, a levy placed on Canadian animals that go down to the U.S. And what this agency basically will do is allow the reciprocal of that. So when U.S. pork or or hogs come into Canada, we can charge the same levy that we would on Canadian hogs. And this will go to additional pork promotion and research activities within Canada and basically benefit the entire North American pork market. Can you give me some examples of the research and promotion activities? I think uh, right now, every province as well as uh, Canada Pork International spends a significant amount of funds promoting the, the consumption of pork and, and the nutritional benefits of pork, and it's just additional funds that can be used for that purpose. In terms of research, there is just a tremendous amount of research going on across Canada and, um, you know, related to production, related to uh, research into vaccines, and this is another source of funding that can be used for, for those purposes. How much is the levy on producers, say, in Saskatchewan and across Canada? So in Saskatchewan, we have one of the lowest levies across Canada. We pay about 85 cents per market hog, and on exported feeder pigs, it's 23 cents per animal. So the the rate on the imported product will be set very similar to that. So this is, as you said, for promotion and for problems of research. I understand it would help with, say, African swine fever, for example. Yeah, it definitely could. There's There's been a lot of work underway across the country, and there's a lot of, of good research projects that come in. We have a national research agency, Swine Innovation Pork, but, you know, they only have so much money. And often on these research projects, they're linked to whether industry money comes into a project. And, and so there's often, you know, a need for more producer dollars to to go into to these projects and that's you know the main point of this new agency is to to increase the amount of money that producers can put into things that are important to their farms when you talk about promotion what are some of the key markets and key marketing areas you like to see the promotions go into well we do promotion across the world canada pork international has a big presence in uh, in asia japan japan is our our basically our highest value market for pork and you know we put a lot of effort into into making sure that Canadian pork is viewed very positively over there. Uh, We also uh, you know do a lot of promotion across Canada and and a lot of that promotion is done by individual provinces so we will advertise pork, uh, we will promote the the benefits of consuming pork and and why it's uh, a healthy choice so you know, these are, the, these are the kind of activities that we would like to see expanded. Mark Ferguson is the manager of Sask Pork.
Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. I'm talking right now to Pierre Patel. He is president and CEO of CropLife Canada. Is Canada a good place to do business for a lot of these companies look, you know, trying to find a return on their you know, millions of dollars in research in the biotech space? Yeah, so I would say both on the biotech and crop protection space, uh, Canada's doing pretty well. We're, we're not a big market globally for, for these products. So I'll give you an example. On, on crop protection, we represent about 4% of the global market for pesticides. So it's even though we, we, we grow a lot and export a lot as a nation, from a dollar perspective, we're not a huge player. So we've got to be at least as good as those big markets in attracting those technologies because it's a full regulatory package. It's a full registration that you need to do in Canada, just as it would be in the U.S., although your return is much, the potential is much bigger in the U.S. So um, so I would say, yes, we, we score quite well. And I would say on the, on the chemistry side, we've really evolved over the past 20 years to a place where we are very competitive and PMRA is the timing and, and predictability is very much in line with EPA. On the biotech side, I would say we were even ahead of most countries because we were uh, at the forefront of, of the biotech traits and, and on the GM technologies. I would say lately, the last few years, we maybe got uh, passed a little bit on the biotech side and there's with gene, gene editing, that's, that's uh, more than just a thought now, it's actually um, in the ground in some places, we our regulatory environment has not kept up and we're, we're no longer sort of leaders in that area. Are, are we moving at all closer to where we, we the Canada and the U.S. are, you know, they're, they're different markets, so size is one thing, but there's a lot of similarities on practices and things like that. Is Are, are we moving at all in the direction where there's a lot of streamlining, where they, these things are kind of being run in parallel and there's not you know, duplication of some of these efforts, or is that is that just a extremely tall order, never to be achieved? You know what? On on the uh, on crop protection, I have to say, uh, when you compare it to almost any other sector, it it has done very well. So the the EPA and PMRA do work together. They do joint reviews on chem on, on crop protection. There's very few active ingredients that just come to Canada or the U.S. They, they usually come in jointly. The timing might be slightly off, but the applications come in jointly and they, they do uh, share the workload. So PMRA will be the lead on the health side, maybe EPA will be the lead on, on the environment side, and, and then they compare notes. And so there are some synergies there and that, that, that has been a model actually globally the, the canada u.s approach and we've tried to get other countries to be part of that over the years with some success but certainly on crop protection um that that uh, that work together has, has really benefited canada especially on, on being the smaller market on on biotech um still still early days i think of work sharing and and collaboration um there's there are some some little projects underway but and it has it was named in the new um, uh, trade deal north american trade deal yeah. as an area to to of emphasis so uh, you know we see some promise there 
you, you mentioned uh, gene editing. Uh, the, the, I believe the, the two scientists that invented or discovered CRISPR, they actually got the Nobel Peace Prize uh, recently. Uh, big shout out to them for that. Yet that technology not overwhelmingly ex- accepted in some parts of society. Theoretically, our regulatory system should be 100% fine. We, we regulate on product, not process. So it doesn't matter what technique you're using, uh, technically, whether it's you know, true GM or gene editing or just traditional breeding, it's really what the trait change is that's, that matters, not how you got there. And so we've, uh, you know, I think generally encouraged as the direction we're going, we, we've moved the needle quite a bit. We're cautiously optimistic where we can get the, the system to, to be a little more reactive to those new uh, innovations because, I mean, gene editing and CRISPR is, is just one tool and, and there, there could be more coming down the pipeline. And so we want to make sure that this is future-proof, that the changes we make um, sort of open the door for, for technologies for years to come. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Day. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather for today. Partly cloudy sky, wind southwest 30, becoming west 50, gusting to 70 early this afternoon. The high today, 19, and the low 4, and we've already reached that forecast high. Friday, mainly cloudy, wind northeast 20, gusting to 40. The high tomorrow, quite a bit cooler, just 11, the low minus 2. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high plus 5, the low minus 3. Sunday, that's when the storm hits. Snow, high minus 1, and windy, the low minus 9. Monday, more snow, periods of snow and windy, the high minus 6, the low minus 11. And Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 2, the low minus 7. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 5. Normal high for this date, plus 2, the normal low, minus 9. The sun rose at 7.57 this morning. It sets at 5.28 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Bratz Lake. At 20 degrees, the cold spot, minus 17 up north at Stony Rapids. On the roundup, Estevan is 13, Saskatoon just 3, Swift Current 17, Weyburn 15, Yorkton is 14. In Regina with cloudy sky, it's 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest, 34, gusting to 51. Humidity 34%, the barometer dropping 100.6. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 18 degrees. Winds are from the southwest at 46, gusting to 67. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM News Director, Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency has launched a consultation on proposed updates to guidelines for industry on simulated meat and certain plant-based protein foods. The agency is encouraging industry and consumers to submit views by December 3rd. Arnold Balicki is chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. 
He says they will be participating in the survey. Oh, absolutely, and we encourage all uh, all consumers and producers and industry to to participate in the survey so that CFIA uh, gets it right in, in what consumers and, and everyone else involved uh, in the food chain wants. And, and what we really want uh, and we're hoping comes out of this whole thing is that we have greater clarity um, on what constitutes uh, meat and, and uh, what is considered fake meat and or pretend meat or whatever you want to call it. and. Uh, and all this advertising that's being done with this plant-based and simulated meat, we want to be without deception. Right now, there's the perception, I think, in consumers' minds that when it has the word meat on there, that it's somehow good and healthy for you, nutritious as meat, which we all know isn't. I mean, some of that stuff has uh, some really uh, highly ultra-processed products, 23 of them, I guess, from what I understand. So. That, that's our take. We really want it to be clear and, uh, and like I said, without deceptions to the consumers so they know exactly what they're buying. Some say the word meat should not be used for these simulated products, and Balicki agrees. I agree with that, absolutely. If there's an, a meat product in there that comes from the carcass of an animal, it should not be referred to as meat. He wants all producers and consumers to complete the survey this month. I'm asking people to get on it really quickly. CFIA is the one who, who made that. I think it's December 3rd date, but yes, and by all means, please get on there as, as soon as possible and, and do the survey. Belecki is waiting for this weekend storm to blow over before weaning calves. Well, they're all back here. We were going to wean, and then they talked to this storm, so the last thing we want to do is wean calves with an oncoming storm, so they're still with their moms, and I guess when this blows over, we'll, we'll wean, and and go from there. Balicki is contemplating when to market his cattle. Uh, well, we, we planned on it, but, uh, you know, it looks like the, the six weights have dropped off about 20 cents a pound here in the last two or three weeks, so not sure what we're going to do now. His feed supply is adequate for the winter. We have more than enough. We always put up, uh, we always have, a, at least after the end of the feeding season in the spring, we have enough for another half a season, winter season of feeding, so that's kind of our insurance put up more than you need he takes steps to protect his feed well what we do uh, you know we do a lot of uh, silage bales and so when they're wrapped in that film wrap there really isn't any deterioration the weather can't get to them Arnold Bilicki of Shellbrook is the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association Shellbrook is about 400 kilometers northwest of Regina on you're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Rebex Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. As mentioned earlier, the two Canadian railways are setting new records for grain shipments. CP Rail set a new company record of 3 million tons of grain shipped in October. CN set a railway record of 3.27 million tons moved to port last month. The chair of Sask Wheat, Brett Halstead of Nokomis, welcomes the news, but says the railways must not back off in grain movement. Well, that's always good news when you hear that grain's moving well, uh, but I also think we got to keep our pulse on the finger on the pulse of this and um, you know, watch it and make sure the railways don't let off. So it is good news when it is moving well. 
it looks like uh, this is like happened for the last six, seven months. Are you you're hoping it'll continue through the winter? Yeah, well, obviously some is COVID related with other products um, not moving as well. But yeah, obviously we hope to continue to have good movement. It's how we rely on uh, getting our products to market and making a, a fair living. How are prices right now? Like, is now a really good time to be moving the grain off the farm? You know, some of them have varied. There's been some spikes, and then they level back off, and I guess they trigger what they need, and then they back off a little bit. But it definitely has been better than, you know, leading into harvest, where we thought the prices might end up. So you're happy with the markets right now? Yeah, in general. Like I say, you know, there's been some ups, and then they level back off. So, you know, it's, it's definitely better than it was before. So in summary, your reaction to uh, the grain movement that's, uh, we've got the report from both CP and CN. Well, it, it's just good to have positive news and to hear that, you know, products are moving well. But again, we want to keep on the railways and keep watching them and make sure the products keep moving well. CN says its record performance in October follows on seven consecutive record months of grain shipments this year.